how do you feel about sort of people leaning towards feeling like they need to put one of these filters on so that they feel comfortable? My answer? That's my answer. I hate it. I think it's, I think it's a load of crap, honestly, um, because that's not reality. We don't live in fantasy land. We live in the real world. They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock, taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. To 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Brant Menswar. Yep. You know what time it is. Business time. Oh, wait a second. That's years ago. That's the old format. It's not what time it is. It's not business time. It's not. Welcome, everybody, to Thoughts That Rock. You know, the podcast. It's uh, 30 minutes or so, although we've never finished in 30 minutes in our show's history, four years now. Um, but let's say it's a half an hour and we're just trying to solve problems. That's all, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an obstacle, some issue in your life. We just want to make it better. And uh, I think we did that today. It's half an hour Canadian time. We should say that. It's the exchange rate. We should totally say that because of the exchange rate. Yeah. I didn't even think about it at all. That's what it That's is. That's awesome. That's what it is. What did we talk about today? Listen, today we have got our good buddy, John D'Amato, who is um, one of the best photographers we know, mm-hmm. period. And we know um, a lot. We know a lot. Um, and and he is just amazing at what he does. And, and he's talking today about how to bring out someone's true nature. And he just has a knack for capturing that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, John is somebody who is a visual storytelling expert. He was a TV producer for, gosh, 22 years. Mm-hmm. And now he spends a lot of time working with, you know, speakers and authors and trainers and consultants, um, how, you know, sort of uh, the independent business owners helping to tell their story visually, yeah. you know, what, what is that story um, that they want to portray? He, um, you know, did a lot of work for us in our, our book marketing company, yep. um, doing, doing photo sessions for authors books what? Uh, under, under book boudoir, Bo- book boudoir, right? It was awesome, right? Like you, you, I don't know that I would have even thought about it, but you give your book, yep. a, a, a you know, a spot in the spotlight, if you will. I mean, yeah. he's doing photo shoots. For books and That's they're right. beautiful and let me tell you the ones that i have from john i use all the time on social media it's fantastic well what i love is that the advice he gives in this session is really uh, applicable no matter what you're doing in your life even if it's taking mm-hmm. pictures of books um he was able to capture a book's true nature which yeah. which i think is scarily good um and and is something that everybody will enjoy listening to yeah, he, he definitely transcended just being photographer or videographer right yeah yeah you got to check out this conversation we had it's awesome. there's the man the myth the legend mr john damato <laughs> he is a myth he is <laughs> what's he got going on back there he's got a uh, sailor's cap and a viking that's combat. right that's right it's and a about, little bit of both depends how, on <laughs> Which one are you going to put on during the during the interview? You know what? In in honor in honor of Jim's hair, what the hell? Let's do it for yeah. about thirty seconds. Let's yeah, that's right, what we're talking right. about. How do I look? Hold on. Is I was going to say he's the he's oh. 
fantastic. Oh, it's great. He's the captain of his own ship. And if he doesn't like what he's doing, yeah, he raids himself. And that's how it works with the Viking hat. You yeah. know what I mean? It okay, works well. Enough. It works it's well. Falling. Yeah. yeah. Except and it's falling apart on my head. So that's not going to work. <laughs> Listen, brother, we, uh, we were so excited to, to be able to get you for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, known John for years now, as we talked about in the intro and just uh, a, a huge fan of his work and, and how he's able to sort of capture lightning in a bottle every single time mm-hmm. somebody works with him. And, and that is such a rare thing, but I think it comes with a skill set as well. And that's sort of what leads us to today's topic of how to bring out someone's true nature. Um, and, and what I love about this is, is we sort of talked before we, we hit record here with John is that it's really not, this is not going to be a technical thing, right? This isn't about lighting. This isn't about getting this, you know, the shot framed properly. This is about something completely different. So John, what is your first thought that rocks on how to bring out someone's true nature? Well, the first one that I have is very simply understanding the big picture. And what I basically Mm -hmm. mean by that is the way in which people feel and approach photos. Uh, And, you know, I'm talking about the ones where you're in a moment, you're with family, you're at an event, there's something going on, you're on vacation and you want to take a picture. And the thing uh, that might preclude someone from taking it is the 50 million things that go on in their head about, you know, the way they look, right? But one of the important things to keep in mind when you're in these moments, these moments that matter to you, is that this photo represents more than just that moment. It's a time capsule that you can revisit down the line. You know, I was talking to a couple of uh, creative friends, some videographer and a photographer, and they brought up this movie called The Notebook that I had not seen, but they talked about the fact that the spine of this movie was about jogging memories in one of the characters' minds simply through looking at photos, Mm. where it would lead to some kind of a flashback scene in the movie. And that perfectly encapsulates why you need to understand the big picture when you're in front of a camera, regardless if it's a professional or you're taking it yourself or someone else is taking it. This photo lasts forever. And it's not just about you. It's about the people that are involved in your life, you know, your family and your friends. It's something that you can look at down the line. And this is something that I was reminded of myself, um, when looking at family photos, uh, a couple of years ago, I had a big project where I took all the family photos and I brought them to my apartment and I photographed the photographs. And I now created a collage in my living room wall where there's photos of me as a kid looking all happy and smiley and, you know, being all cute and stuff. And as I noticed, as the years progressed, the photos of me disappeared. And the ones that I was in, I'm like, because I was very insecure. Hmm. You know, I looked miserable because I hated the yeah. way I looked. And as a result, I avoided taking pictures for a long time. And now in hindsight, hmm. I regret that massively because I, I don't care that I was overweight and I felt insecure and I hated the way that I presented in front of a camera because I wanted that moment. And I'm never going to be able to be able to get those back. So 
This is something that I instill in a lot of my clients, as well as my friends who have issues being in front of the camera. It's like, dude, you got to get over it because you're going to regret it in 30 years from now because that moment is gone and you can't recreate it. Yeah. 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 I love that idea. Uh, One of the things I talk about a lot, you know, sort of in the, uh, medical journey with that, that we went through with Theo is sometimes the truth is bigger than the room. Right. And, and that is, um, something to, to, to hard to get your brains around, but sometimes the truth is bigger than the people who just happen to be having the conversation in the room. And, you know, we, we had found solutions that we were told didn't exist because we were able to look beyond that moment, right? We, we, we didn't lose the big picture because there was a crisis happening in focus. Right. And I think that that is, um, it's a difficult thing to train yourself to do, but I, I feel like it's something that is a, uh, a, a real gift if you can not hyper focus on what's happening in front of you and leave enough space to capture the bigger picture, or at least give yourself an idea of context of what this is really about. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I would think, you know, you know, as a speaker uh, and, and an author to some degree, we, we're always getting photographed. We're actually on the hunt for great photos all the time. It's actually quite hard for me to get photographed because I'm very mobile and my hands are flailing around. So I'm always talking to the photographer before uh, I'm actually speaking to say, listen, if you just get one shot, I'd be super happy with it. And I know we're talking beyond photography or even, you know, video here, but I will say out of all the photos I've taken, my girlfriend says, you know, I've seen all of these headshots, the produce action shots, the things that we wind up doing for our businesses, the one that she loves the most, was the one that was captured randomly at uh, at, at uh, Dave and Jesse's wedding at yeah. a wedding shot where yeah. I was there, where yeah. I'm turning my head, yep. I'm yep. looking back over my shoulder, and I just got a very natural smile. Not maybe one of these that I'm having to put on for the camera. And she goes, "That's the person that I know." And so I guess my question would be: I mean, I love this this first takeaway, which is understand the big picture. Outside of even the photo or the video, how do you do that? How, how do you sort of bring out that that natural moment for someone to say, I've got it. I've captured who you are or what we were going through at the time. The key thing is to, if you if someone is taking your photo, the key for the photographer is to disarm the person in front of the camera. And by disarm, I mean breaking their wall down so that they don't put on the fake smile. I I tell my clients, actually, I tell everybody I take photos of, even if it's with an iPhone. Um, When you fake smile, I die a little bit in the inside. So please don't do that. Um, (laughs) And and generally speaking, if they've never heard me say that before, that gets the laugh. That disarms them for the for the the half a second that I need to nail the shot. But it it goes beyond that. It's about having, I mean, honestly, having a rapport with the person behind that camera is really, and for the photographer, having an understanding of that person's, you know, essence and personality and quirks and what makes them, you know, react is a very important skill set to possess because that is what uh, breaks people's walls down to allow themselves to be genuine in that moment. If only for even a second, yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. 
I, I would say also in business when I was managing other people, you know, everybody, everybody's going to amp it up when the boss walks in the room. Everybody does. And it might be very visual or it might be just a little bit inside. But, you know, when, when he or she is around, we kick it up a notch and you're on your best behavior. And I heard this statistic once, whether it's true or not, um, that you can only fake behavior around the 75 minute mark. So you could be on your best behavior and doing your song and dance because somebody's watching you. But around 75 minutes, oh, my God, I go back. I resort back to the way I am because it's exhausting sort of fake. And so I learned very quickly that to really get the true essence of who that person was and what their their hopes and desires and their future and do they have family and what did they do this weekend, you got to hang out with them. And and in that conversation, those moments where they, like you said, disarm themselves, they sort of take take the blinders off and you can sort of see it even in their shoulders, they relax. Now yep. I'm getting to the true essence of who they are. And yep. they're probably going to give me some real feedback about my surroundings, about my leadership, whatever it is that I'm sort of getting to the heart of. So I, I don't know if you, I, I know going through <laughs> working in bands, being in bands, I'm sure you, you have some of that where you can tell when somebody's being inauthentic or not. Well, we, you know, I, I, I go back to one particular time we were trying to get a band photo, which as, as John can tell you, it's not always the easiest thing. And, and, you know, we didn't want to do the obligatory, uh, train track shot, uh, <laughs> or, or standing in front of the brick wall. Right. Uh, that's right. That's right. So we were, we were working with this woman and she was so over directive with what, like, stick your ass out, turn your chin up, swallow your tongue, you know, part your teeth, Uh, every little thing. It was the most awkward. We were all like contorted, like look like, you know, T-Rexes trying to get our arms in the right. And, And it was, we, it was, that picture was awful. But right after that picture, we were laughing our ass off so hard of how bad it was that that was mm. the actual photo. The that shot. was the shot. The it's That's like, oh, it. finally we can be ourselves. <laughs> you know, you know what I was uh, speaking Ridiculous. to that. This is not this is not one of the thoughts, but it is a thought that you just brought up. Another thing to keep in mind when you're doing these photos is stop posing. Get into a natural body. If you're standing, how do you normally stand if you're talking to someone? If you're sitting at a table taking a photo, what does your hands do if you were sitting? I always stand like this, John. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Like, I we saw. Always, um, this is how we like look. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, that that that's my favorite one. That's my. You, uh, a colleague of mine last week showed me photos of her son's. Uh, fifth grade or fourth grade. I don't remember what grade, but like the class photos. And there was a pose where he had his hand on his hip and he had his leg up on like a ladder. Like what the hell are these people doing? Why would you torture that child? That, that kid is never going to want to be in front of a camera ever again after that traumatic episode. Crazy. Don't do it. That's right. I go back to the Olin Mills days of, you know, Oh, you want to be in the forest? Let me pull down the forest blind. (laughs) The laser lights are the best one. Going back to this idea. Oh, right? Yeah. Understanding the big picture is understanding that it's more than just the moment you're in, right? And and you don't know what that person's going through in their life. You don't know what they had happened or maybe a phone call they made just before they were about to get their picture taken. Like there's so much going on that you got to leave space, I think, for for recognition of what that is. And and I think that also 
takes the pressure off the moment. Like they think they've got this one shot to get this one picture. And, and you and we all know that when you go out and do a photo shoot and there's 400 photos, you're, you're happy to get a couple that are, that are really good. And if that's the case, if you know, that's the case, then you know, it's going to take hundreds just to get comfortable enough to maybe see your true nature. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, not in my sessions, gentlemen, but yes, I do understand. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Love it. That's why he's the Thank big you for bucks. not disagreeing. That's why he's the well, big bucks. Well, you know what That's it is? Right. Because it, you bring up a, bring a, po- a bigger point there, which is there is no money shot. There are money shots. Yeah. Plural S, big yes. S. Yeah. Because, yes. you know, I mean, we're not shooting yes. when you shoot for life or if you're shooting for your business, you're not shooting for a magazine cover. You're not shooting for some kind of e-com website where you need to get that one. It, it's not about that. It's about it's about all of them as a collection. And the some of the ones that really stand yeah. out will stand out. But the point is, you never aim for just one. Just Go and let's see what happens right. and get as much variety yeah. as possible. Yeah. yeah. Did John say magazine cover? Yeah. He, he did, did, right? He did. I heard, I heard that's, the accent. That's the New York one. That's, that's the right. best. That's the best. <laughs> you, know, you know, when you cast the spurs <laughs> on, on, uh, on my accent, it makes me feel very vulnerable, guys. I just want you to know that. <laughs> very vulnerable right now. I did say in the introduction how honored I was that you've got my quote up on your wall. So, you know, I'm already, I got the both of you you on my wall (laughs) and I'm trying to bring the thunder right now, buddy. There it is. There it is. Boom. Not in my sessions. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Listen, we'll, we'll be right back after this message. Never heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a a three-times-a-week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. All right, brother. So that's a good one. Understand the big picture. What is your second thought that rocks? The second thought that I have is own who you are. And this speaks to um, confidence, being in front of the camera, warts and all, whatever is going on as Brent mentioned earlier, you know, you don't know what's going on in that person's mind before they're in front of that camera, but Regardless of that, compartmentalize it for that three to five to 30 seconds when you're taking these photos to be able to, again, understand the big picture and be confident enough in knowing that regardless of where you are, 
in terms of your mental space, your physical space, you know, whatever, um, whatever your perceived flaws may be. Uh, first of all, no one cares about them. They care about you. Um, mm -hmm. And second of all, yeah. it doesn't matter because this is where you are in this yeah. moment. And it's okay to celebrate that. I, <clears throat> I had a client a couple of years ago, uh, a speaker, and sh we shot, I mean, for six hours. It was a really long shoot. And we spent uh, about an hour or two reviewing all the photos afterwards. And, you know, during my sessions, there's a lot of wide shots and medium shots, but there are a ton of very close, intimate shots, dramatic type of images that can be used. And she had a lot of wrinkles. I, I don't remember how old she was, but she, you know, she had, uh, she had those wrinkles going, laugh lines, the full deal. And I was a little nervous, a little skittish, zooming in to make sure they were in focus in front of her because I thought she was going to freak out. But I was pleasantly surprised because the first thing that came out of her mouth, as if she was reading my mind because I didn't even bring it up, is that, you know, I love the fact that you captured my wrinkles. Um, I earned every mm -hmm. single nice. one of them. And I appreciate that you captured them in the way you did. And it just completely gave me this confidence in knowing that, you know, it's okay to stick a camera five, six inches from someone's face and they're not going to freak out because of this concept yeah. of owning who you are. And in their case, owning who they are in front of the camera. And it is very, very important um, to keep that in mind uh, because at the end of the day, there's only one you and you're the best at it. So just own yeah. it. How do you feel about society and technology pretty much fighting you on that every step of the way with every filter that's available now? How, how, how do you feel about sort of people leaning towards feeling like they need to put one of these filters on so that they feel comfortable? My answer? That's my answer. I hate it. I think it's, I think it's a load of crap, honestly. Um, because that's not reality. We don't live in fantasy land. We live in the real world. And, and for, for, for the business owner side, it is, it is a matter of trust. You know, if you're, you know, like you folks, if you're speakers and, and, and you have an audience and you show up and there's this photo that's on the placard outside the ballroom and it's a photo of you and it's completely pristine, you know, it, there's, there's no level of aging or anything and it's all tight and completely retouched. And then you show up on that stage and you look 15 pounds heavier, five to seven years older. You just lost the room in a nanosecond. They could care less what you said, because if you're lying about that, what else are you making up while you're on yeah. that stage? And that translates to yep. real life as well. Because, I mean, when I see some uh, people in my world where they do that, it irks me a bit. Listen, you live your life, you do your thing. But on a personal level, as a professional photographer, it bothers me a lot because my whole thing is built on genuineness, on authenticity, on being yeah. who you are and focusing on how, you know, you you help uh, solve people's problems. And if you're showing up like that, yeah. mm -hmm. I, you're betraying that trust from these people, I feel. And it's just not a good first impression. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no more filters. No, yeah, cut that no. crap out, guys. No, I think I think that's 
<laughs> I, I think it's tough. I think that I, I think I feel especially for young girls who who feel like perfection yeah. is the only way forward and and what they soon come to realize is that that as you said john that's not reality and so they have this false sense of of what expectations are and they they end up you know getting into that late teen early 20s and and their self-confidence is already in the shitter it's just it's bad they have this horrible feeling like they can't be themselves they can't take a picture without a, a filter. They can't smile because they don't like their teeth or they can't, wh whatever the, what the scenario is, they've, they've sort of developed this real bad negative self-talk um, so early on that, that without some serious effort to get over that will plague them for, for decades. Yeah. And that permeates other areas of their life as well. I mean, when people are so fixated on their image, <laughs> where's the development yeah. of everything else in your world? It's like that becomes the thing. And, and yeah. if that's the thing, yeah. you're losing out on a lot, a lot of what mm -hmm. life has to offer, the way that you can um, connect with people, the, 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 the direction of your own path. You're just so fixated on this one thing that ultimately, you know, it, it, yeah. it changes over time. Yeah. And then what do you have on the other side of that time of your life? I don't, it's, it's unfortunate. You know, it's interesting. Well, it is. And well, you know, one of the things I say all the time to, to especially young girls who, you know, they're, they're, they're one of their main things they want is to fall in love and they yeah. want to find that, that honest, true love that, that they yearn for. And, and my thing is always, well, who are they falling in love with? Because if you're not actually being you, then the person's going to fall in love with someone who actually isn't you. And then you wonder why the relationship doesn't work is because they didn't fall in love with you and, and it's not fair to you or them. And so you've got to get to that core. You've got to get to that truth of who you really are to find that person who's going to fall in love with that actual real version of you, not something that you've made up and projected to the masses for the sake of, of, you know, blending in yeah and if you're posting photo let's say you know a little older we're on dating apps right i'm on dating apps currently and yeah the one thing that drives yeah. me insane is this whole concept of putting out this um you know, uh, it's like your PR campaign, you know, the fully made up faces, the filter on top, the shooting as if it's yeah. uh, the cameras in a helicopter shooting down to like, it's like, why are you faking it? Because I, I, I'm going to eventually meet up with you and see, see what you, you look like. So yes. why, why are you, or the photos where they have just the face and then there's nothing. It's like, Dude, why are you doing that? Just, yeah. just, just put it out there. Yes. Because at the end of the day, there will be someone that's like, that is for me, and and that's what we're looking that's at. Right. Something genuine. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I only allow drone footage of me now. That's it. <laughs> only drones. And I'm usually powering the drone, which is weird. So weird. Yeah. That's I have a 50 yeah, foot minimum distance between me and I, I was just going to say, from how high do you want to be little peanut or do you want to at least be able to make out your feet and what kind of kicks you're wearing? Like, I what take direction. I, I bring yeah. it down to whatever level he wants. <laughs> 
So, so the, I love this, um, definitely this thought. Um, and I guess when we're talking about how to bring out someone's true nature and, and yeah. sort of, you know, you put it in the perspective of maybe the person, the subject should, should own who they are. They should be confident. What about for you, if we were to put it into your world, if you get a whiff of the person not being confident, you, you can tell it's it, maybe they've never really taken pictures before. This is not their thing. It's their first headshots or whatever. How do you help bring out that true nature? If in fact, they don't really know who they are. They're just not confident. Do you have a conversation with them before? Is it just in the way you interact? Like what, what are your secret sauces? It's all the above. And it starts with a very lengthy conversation. Uh, so anywhere between an hour to 90 minutes before we even have the, the session and Whoa, two questions. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm a former television producer. I have a list of 30 questions and you know, I, I go through most of them yeah. for most people, but, but speaking directly to this owning who you are piece, there are two questions that directly relate to that, which are what are three to five words that illustrate how you want to be perceived by your audience? And what are the five mm -hmm. aspects of your personality that you want to convey to those you serve? And between those two, that mm -hmm. creates my, my mile markers in terms of their personality. Yeah. Now, in addition to that, as I'm talking to them, I'm talking to them in the same way that I talk to you in the same way I talk to my friends. I don't, I don't change that up. So what I'm looking for is how do they respond to the certain ways and the certain words and the certain tones? Because when I get that mm. feedback during that strategy call, oh, it comes in handy when I'm shooting them, especially when I feel like they're a little extra skittish in front of the camera because then I get to use a little mojo, a little uh, shit talking, if you will, uh, a little uh, shoulder yeah. to cry yeah. on, cheerleader, boot in the ass, whatever they need. Yeah. I can do that based on what yeah. I've already come to understand about their personality. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's good. I think that will, that just that right there. I love both of those. I think I could use that in some stuff. Tell us what is uh, yeah. sort of take take us. Go ahead, bud. No, go ahead. Oh no no no! Go, you go ahead. <clears throat> I was going to say you. Why don't you bring us home here with your your third thought? What is your third thought that rocks on how to bring out someone's true nature? Uh, this one, don't take yourself too seriously. I think, especially, and we talk about we talked about the money shop before, and we talked about. You know, uh, it has to be just right. Listen, at the end of the day, there yeah. is no perfect photo. There is no perfect moment. So just live in yep. the moments and, yep. and take yeah. from it what you can and appreciate it and have gratitude for it and commemorate it with this memory that you will have for the rest of your life living digitally and for some people in print. And I think that's really the important thing to constantly remember. There's so much that is on all of our plates and I, we, it's just photos, man. It's just, even if it's for your business, it's yeah. just photos. No one's, there's yes. no life or death scenario here, you know? And, and again, yes. speaking to what was mentioned before, it's like, no one cares what you think about your face or your body. They care about you, you know, and in the case of business, yeah. they care about how you can help solve that problem. But just in life, 
you know, your friends and family. A perfect example. There was a photo that I took the other day after a, um, uh, a gig and it was a group shot. It was five of us. And I looked at the picture afterwards and, um, I could see like my, my gut was sticking out a little bit through the black shirt. And at first I'm like, really dude, I didn't get take care of that. And then I thought no one else on the planet's going to look at that. No one cares. They're looking at my face smiling. They're seeing me with all these people. And honestly, that's what matters most. So calm down. And I did. And I let it go. Just I love it. it. I think man. that that is the, you know, I, I think we have a tendency to at least self-identify with our flaws. It's like, it's what we are trying. We're, we're looking for all of the flaws while everybody else could care less. You're right. They're just, they're looking yeah. at the smile. They're looking at that moment. And, and we're like, oh gosh, did you see my elbow in that? Like, I wish I would have put some lotion on it because it was a little ashy. <laughs> you know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Has, yeah. John, has John seen our official? Yeah. Our official corporate shots are, <laughs> we definitely are not taking ourselves seriously. Love it, man. <laughs> that thing is badass. I, I love it. we've ever taken. <laughs> Thank you. Even when we have guests it. up here, we're, we're doing the whole, let's jump in the air and see if we can't capture us splitting our pants in the air. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think the, the idea of not taking yourself too seriously is, is when people let that wall down, right? That you yeah. that you talked about in, in in the first thought is that if you can get them to smile and laugh genuinely, um, and and even do something maybe a little stupid just to get past the stupidness to the real part, um, you know, it's it's always something that we laugh when when people come here and whatever we're handing them a check or for for a philanthropy donation or something, and we're like, okay, everybody, you got to do the rock and roll jump on three, and they're all like, what, you know, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's it. And, and they wind I up enjoying themselves. And we will, we will talk about that memory yep. years down the road. It's, you know, compared to, I don't know, other check presentations. We just, I don't think we, we take ourselves seriously, but we're serious about our business. I mean, there's a whole course, difference sure. between, between the two. Yeah. Um, and, and again, maybe the question would be, how do you bring that out in people? Is it just through the conversations and you're having some of these you know, small jokes or the 90 minutes that you spend with them before you start actually doing the shoot. Uh, what, what other tricks of the trade would you maybe recommend as we wrap up here? Well, the, la- the, obviously the strategy call is the huge piece there, that conversation um, and building trust throughout the session does that. But the other way that um, it's an intangible piece, it's my genuine excitement at doing what we're doing. Um, it's, I was, I was, I was shooting somebody a couple of weeks ago and he just started laughing and he's like, you get so excited about this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you don't love what you do, then you're doing the wrong thing, (laughs) but it's in my own excitement level. It's in my own passion to be able to get these things going with these folks that lets them know that they're first of all they're being taken care of and that you know regardless of the nine million photos like don't don't get so fixated on this this thing like let's have fun with this because this i mean having a photo a professional photo session for some folks it feels like they're going to a funeral 
you know, or they're going to the dentist yeah, to get a root canal yeah. or something, you know, it's like, Oh God, I, I don't want to do this, but really it's a celebration. It's a celebration of the fact that you are in a position as an independent business owner that is living life on your own terms to be able to serve the people that you want yeah. to serve. That, that is cause for, yeah. you know, a monumentous, it's, it's a party, man. Like, let's treat it like that because that's yeah, what yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah. Cause not everybody gets to do this, yep. you know, not everyone, you that's know, right. had the, 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 the bravery to step out on their own and do their own thing. So as a result, you know, let's treat this thing as something that you want to remember and enjoy every moment of the entire journey. Yeah, no doubt. And we love you, man. We love watching all, all these uh, photos that you're putting out in social with all of our friends. And you know, I turn around, you're in New York, you're in Sarasota, you're, you're with a lot of our good speaker, author friends, and, you know, and, and again, you're, you're an expert in storytelling. And like you said, your, your producing has probably helped a lot. I, I became a, an instant fan of yours, I think, because I think you turned me on to John initially because of the book photo shoots. Mm -hmm. So we talked yeah. about it in the intro, but giving a book, you know, a, a highlight and giving them their own photo shoot. I, I'm not sure a lot of authors think about that. And, and I know we've pushed some people your way for sure, but what a great way, especially in this digital age, to have 10, 15 fantastic hero shots of your book. You, I, I think a lot of people just wouldn't think about it. And man, you, you do it better and maybe even one of the first ones that we're doing it professionally. And we just, we love all the stuff you're working on, man. I just, we, we really, really appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, those book boudoir sessions are fun, man. It's uh, it's something I never thought in a million years I'd ever be doing. <laughs> but yeah, 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 no, it's enjoyable. Well, you're you're sure. bringing out the true nature of the book. Well, I was, I was going to say, just I, given I the think book, that given the I can remember, oh, John. <laughs> no, man, I I can remember having a conversation with you. This was right. I mean, I think we were right either right in the beginning of the pandemic or, yeah. or you know. It, sort of into it enough that your life got rocked by everybody having to be inside and social distancing. Yeah. And it, it was, your life was just in, in shambles as, as every professional photographers mm -hmm. was at that moment. But what I love about you, man, is, is that we, you basically did your three thoughts in your own life. Mm -hmm. So you understood the big picture you, you owned who you were and then you didn't take yourself too seriously. And you started to take photographs of books for authors and, yeah. and you, you created this category for yourself that, um, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of photographers might've gone, I'm not doing that or whatever it might be, but you decided to say, you know what, I'm going to give the same sort of honor and respect that I do to people, to their books. Yeah. And authors fell in love with what you did because you captured something in, in the light, in the way, in the way that you photographed in opening the book to a particular quote or passage. I mean, your, your thought process that went into that, um, is what makes you extraordinary at what you do. And, and we appreciate that so much, brother. We got to just let you know that that's, that to us was, we loved watching you sort of grab that bull by the horns and wrestle it until you could get to the other side of the pandemic and get back to what you were doing. We, we truly want you to know how much we love and respect you for doing that. And uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I just use a lot of filters, man. It works, you know? <laughs> <laughs> No 
then I expect a discount on my next book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell? I'm I could have put a filter on there. No, no, that that was. That, thank you for saying that. I I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I was just trying to feel useful, man. If I'm being honest, I was just trying to be useful to yeah. the people that I serve. True. It was a tough time, and and we all got through it. We're here. We're here. That's the most important thing. Yep. Yeah, it's the truth. Well, now it's another awesome channel in in uh, Damato Productions. That's right. Where, where if people are interested in just finding out a little bit more about you, or maybe even hiring you for some of the services that you provide, where can we send people? Sure. The easiest place to go would be um, johndamato.com. You know, and if you're interested in learning okay. a little bit more about this whole visual storytelling thing, I have a blog. I write. 13 a month. So there's plenty to catch up on if you're interested. That's fantastic, man. Awesome. Well, listen, we thank you. Uh, and, and like we said, we appreciate you and just look forward to doing some more business and just spending time. One of these days, I'm going to, I'm going to be in the same room as you. Yeah. We've known each other now. <laughs> I think nice. we're on two, three years. Yeah. And just, yeah. this is the first time actually that we're talking yep. together, yeah. yep. but uh, one yeah. day in real life. Don't tickle me with a feather boys. I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> Don't threaten you with a good time. All right, man. <laughs> awesome, Brady. Have a good rest of the day. We'll talk to you soon. All Rock right, guys. On. Take it easy, man. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Grant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsetrock.com. Until next time, rock, rock on. on. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.